Welcome to the Sit with MK today. Risha, how are you doing? Kendall, Kendall, Kendall. You know, life is lifing. Um, trying to find a balance when it comes to um, my self-care, my work life, um, my personal life, managing relationships with family and myself <laughs> and friends and trying to figure out uh, this whole dating life uh, for me, um, what that looks like exactly. Um, I've been doing a lot of reflecting, um, a lot of reflecting on past relationships and trying to figure out if dating, if dating is aligned for me in this current season. Um, I've been, you know, single for quite some time now. Um, and it's really, I feel like it's starting to be, it, it's a reflection or a reminder that this season is more so the love that I'm seeking or wanting to pour that back into myself. Um, okay. And, and, you know, thinking about, like I said, past relationships and whatnot and trying to, and, you know, and it's funny because with me thinking about dating and whatnot, I have, well, you and I both have been talking about like a lot of different uh, clips that we've been seeing about dating on different podcasts and uh, TikTok, all these different, you know, streaming services. <laughs> TikTok has taken over my life. <laughs> of course, of course. Um, you know, and just hearing some things um, and, you know, one that stood out the most, you know, you had sent to me uh, Shan Moody's podcast episode. Uh, shout out to her as well. We love, love her. her. Um, friends. Go check it out, guys, if you haven't listened to it. It's absolutely amazing. But the episode that she had um, with Cleo Thompson, Thomas, I believe his name is, uh, forgive me if I butchered it, um, and Mandy from Horrible Decisions, a podcast. Uh, the episode is called, Am I Dateable or Am I Undateable? Um, really stuck out to me um, as I started reflecting. Um, but we can get more into that later. I don't want to give my whole spiel on <laughs> yeah. that. But, you know, because I can go on and on and on. Yeah. But yeah. Kendall, how, how has your week been? How, what's going on in Kendall's world at this point? Oh, man. This week has been like so, I don't know. I feel like this past month has been a little bit unbearable just with things to do like you know usually you just look forward to the weekend because like you get a break and I just feel like man when is my break (laughs) so I mean with the boys starting baseball and just life happening it's 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 been a little crazy it's been a little crazy but overall I am well I cannot complain you know I've been well. <laughs> I mean, life, you know, is is crazy, but it mm-hmm. at this point in my life, I am not trying to constantly be positive about everything. And it actually mm. is very much so helping. That's kind of the advice I keep giving people. Don't be positive all the time. No, like feel your shit. <laughs> so that I feel like I let things go a lot easier. And it's made me able to like go with the flow more like especially it with different relationships in my life 
Like I'm not holding on to something where I'm so angry or I'm like letting the anger build up and like, it's, you know, a bubble burst. I am kind of feeling how I feel in the moment. If I'm happy, if I'm sad, if I'm upset, if I'm excited, I'm feeling how I feel and not only the positive emotions. So for the moment, (laughs) that is working very, very well. I cannot tell you if the next moment it will be. <laughs> However, for this moment right now, it is working very well. And I am kind of just trying to ride this wave. I mean, you know. <laughs> oh, I hear you. Um, and in a recent, not, oh, fairly recent, I would say within the last couple of months, or a few months, can't we? These days have been flying by, so I can't really pinpoint it. It's been fairly recent. Um, my therapist made a comment, one of our therapy sessions, you know, she asked me, how long have you been on autopilot? And realizing like I have this toxic positivity attitude Mm -hmm. towards everything. And with me no longer being on autopilot, I'm starting to see things a little bit more clear um, and in a more realistic way, Um, but still, you know, allowing my spirit to lead and having that faith and trust, which is hard, it's extremely hard. Um, it has been extremely hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had to take a pause because, yeah. Um, and I, a lot of that has been taking a toll on, you know, what, like I said, what does dating look like? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, traditional dating, what, what is but what is traditional dating for you for me you know when I think of traditional dating I think of you know men you know being the financial sole financial provider um and you know women you know cooking and cleaning you know the, the different gender roles that are tied to it mm-hmm. but, but that's what I you know you know, seen and whatnot. No, I'm just, I just made that face when I'm thinking about how horrible. <laughs> but right, but when you're, when you're thinking about traditional, <laughs> but it's, it's, when we say traditional dating, um, we're specifically tying it to gender roles itself. Okay, so within that though, because I don't know, I feel like it's a little hard for traditional dating versus like being in a relationship. And like, because I feel like that's like a traditional relationship. I don't Mm -hmm. feel like I really have a good definition for traditional like dating Mm -hmm. besides, because I mean, if you are, most people like, let's just say traditional is from like back in the day, maybe what our grandparents did or what our great grandparents did. They were at home until they got married. Mm-hmm. you know so when you were got married that cooking and cleaning and you know the man providing financially is what happened automatically but I mean mm-hmm. which now we actually get to like truly date where you get to do what you do and live your life and I get to do what I do and live my life and we come together you know when we want and but we still go and live those separate lives away from each other before we get married 
So I guess it, in a sense, or traditional mm-hmm. together. To get, yeah, together. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because everybody's goal may not be marriage per se. Yes. Um, but with the traditional dating, it, it, it's the typical, the male, you know, seeks the, the female or one party seeks the other, you mm-hmm. know, they go on these dates and whatnot. Um, but I mean, for a traditional, it would be the man seeks the female. Right. Seeks the but I didn't, I didn't want to, you know, there are other yes relation yeah, dynamics. I, I, so I, did, I didn't want I to you. just stick to the male and female dynamic of mm-hmm. it is what I was getting at. I got you. Um, and, you know, you, you date this one person. You date this one person. Um, and, you know, you try to see where it goes. And then ultimately, you know, for, for most people, they automatically try and seek marriage out of this. Are you marriage material? Um, and it's different from dating now than dating then. Because as you stated, the dating back then, it's like, okay, I'm at my parents' house. We're at our parents' house. Then I'm looking, I'm seeking solely somebody to be in a marriage. Yeah, Like that was their goal yep. back then. Yeah, definitely. Um, definitely. Versus, and versus now it's like, okay, well, shit. Is, is this something I really want? Like it's, it's, it's more so questioning, do I even want to be in a relationship? Do I want to be, if I do, do I want to be in a yeah. relationship? Do I want to be in a, a polyamorous relationship? Do I want to be multiple people? Like people are actually trying to find their way, which is good for them because maybe what they have seen growing up has not worked for them or may not work for them. They did not like mm-hmm. what they saw growing up. Yeah. Um, and even think about it back then, how many of them, when you're getting advice from people back then, it's how many of them say, find yourself first. They're, they're, yeah, teaching, they're teaching you know, some of, yes, you know what? I think that might have been the first time, like, I realized that, like, their advice that, that they're giving lot, is so a lot. Yeah, and I mean, and I don't know if it's, I think maybe the difference is it's a little newer for women, mm-hmm. like within the past generations to be told to find yourself, like, make sure this is what you want. Make sure like, cause I remember people telling me like travel the world, mm-hmm. see everything you can see, do things you want to do before you settle down, before you have kids. Mm-hmm. So man, I, that was I don't think I ever realized that. But just think about it with, with I mean, how many of them, you know, yeah. found themselves, you know, their, their identity is tied to this, this marriage Man. or these, yes. these children, X, Y, and Z, or members of, you know, this church or, you know, whatever the case might've been. Right. Mm-hmm. But it's like, who are you outside of these titles? Yeah. Um, so I, I often think about that because it's like, hmm, what what does this look like for Marisha in this day and age? Because you know, once I left, you know, we graduated with high school. You focus on college. And you get oh, girl, I, I, thought, I thought you were about to start bringing out dates. I'm like, uh, uh, uh. no, oh, no. That. thank you very much. I'm not gonna date us. I'm not gonna date, us. but. <laughs> But it's like, you know, you leave college and it's like, all right, you know. Or no, no, no. You were supposed to meet your man in college. 
But you were you were you were supposed to, to. Yeah. Which I really don't know how the hell we travel in the world as a broke college student <laughs> and then meeting our we husband. We did it. We, we went to Miami. Look, a few, a few occasions. <laughs> we were regulars. Okay. <laughs> oh man. You know what? Um, no, like I I don't man, I don't know. I don't know if I could. I do feel like traditional roles in relationship. I don't know if I really want to say traditional dating, but traditional roles are definitely based on gender roles, based mm-hmm. on like what the man is supposed to do, what the woman is supposed to do. Yep. Um but I don't know. I am a big person just as relationships in general. Like you have to go with what works for you mm-hmm. and your partner. Like I may literally want one thing or like me and my partner may want one thing and I am all for not going or going with that one thing because if it works for us it works Mm -hmm. versus trying to worry about what we should traditionally be Mm -hmm. doing especially because what's kind of funny is we gear our source ourselves toward these relationships when at the end of the day I can count on one hand how many marriages that I know that are still like from when I was a child Mm -hmm. that are still going yeah and I mean from that you know that you know what I take that back including people in your family (laughs) I can count I, look, I guess it's more because yeah. I already had your parents. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. I was like, well, I know more than, than just one hand, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> look, I, I look, <laughs> I two more mm-hmm. adding people like in your family that you know from us growing up were yeah. married and are still married, yeah. and we. But I don't know. I think that's kind of weird that we continue to push this narrative over something that. I'm not gonna say does not work, but there's a high percentage that it may not. Yeah. And you know, um there there's so much out here nowadays when it comes to dating. Um and you know, social media, there's different ways you can meet people, right? Then you have social media, people sign to so much more them. access. Yeah, so, definitely. And definitely you have these apps where you can meet people, especially like, you know, during this pandemic, times are just different because, mm-hmm. you know, people are not getting out as much. They may have, you know, anxiety, you know, being out in crowds and whatnot. So it's not as easy how it was back then of meeting someone maybe like in a grocery store. Why are you making that face? Do you think it's easier? I mean, I feel like, it's easier now to meet people. It's harder to sustain something because of the access that we have to other people, so many other people. But I feel like maybe back in the day, it was easier to meet people because, it because was. we did not have these apps. We didn't have this technology. So you had to go out to meet people. You had, you know, that was something that you looked for was well, let me a change partner. It. Well, let me change the narrative in, in this sense you you're able to 
narrow down a search of what you're looking for specifically when it comes to these apps and whatnot. Um, of what you're looking for is what I meant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, because yes, it was different back then. Like you can you meet somebody like at a, you know, go to a family friend's barbecue or something, meet somebody, you might, mm-hmm. you know, a kiki here and there, and you know, like, hey, you cool. A let's go out. And it up. <laughs> you know? yeah. And you know, let's go out to eat and whatnot. Uh-huh. Um, versus now it's just it's just different. <laughs> yeah, yes. It is no, very I, different. I completely agree. Um and what sucks is because I feel like we get to know each other less because we always have like more options around. Like, I feel like we do value each other less, even more, because not to say like you have to settle because you met Billy at this barbecue and, you know, everybody thinks that y'all are perfect for each other. So y'all need to be, but yeah. we don't take time like now. Okay, so Billy and I are going to take time to get to know each other. Like, not unless it's something spectacular. I feel like we're always looking for this spectacular moment or thing to happen instead of taking our time to truly get to know, like, who Billy is before rushing into trying to, okay, well, let's, let's just make this, you know, happen. And I feel like because especially which I, I'm a little grateful that I feel like our our generation is one of the last to be like okay we're not doing this anymore like we're not going to push this narrative that we have to go out and we have to get married and we have to do this and we have to do that I feel like our generation is like one of the last who's pushing that narrative like we need to get married and I feel like we're waking up mm-hmm. a little bit too but I hope with the dating apps and the easy accessibility to each other Mm -hmm. that we are still able to form those relationships in a healthy way in Um, a healthy way and not not accelerate everything bingo i was gonna say you know not giving up so quickly and it's like Mm -hmm. Damn, you're not even giving this person a like, chance. He put ketchup on his fries. How it's dare so, he? You better do. So petty. <laughs> <laughs> when I dip, you dip, we dip. Okay. <laughs> like, get, like, come on. Like, just give it a chance. And it's just yeah. like, you know, how quick are you, how easy and quickly are you giving up on yourself? Yeah. You, you but know, you know like, what? don't even really think people think of it's like uh I'm giving up on myself I really do think people are just like oh well he's and which granted if one person isn't gonna do something somebody else will however like if you're leaving somebody that does so much for something so small and that thought of like oh well somebody else will do it so Oh, well, it's just like, you are never going to be able to truly value somebody mm-hmm. for what they, and I mean, I'm not saying like, oh, this person doesn't want to have kids, like something huge. Mm-hmm. And like, I do. So I'm going to leave like certain, like you have to be smart about like what you want in life and be honest with yourself when going into dating to me before you date, instead of just winging it, like. I mean, I don't know. I feel like you need to be 
clear about your intentions of what you want. If you want to just date and have fun, if you want to date for a relationship, I feel like why not be honest with that? Mm -hmm. Especially because when we have all these different tools to date, Mm -hmm. let's use them effectively. If you are being honest, we can't use them effectively. And I also think that's when, you know, and what I meant by like, do you give up on yourself easily? Not like saying you give up on this person, so therefore you're giving up on yourself easily. No, in a sense of when you're with your relationship with yourself and you're trying your hardest doing something, how easy do you just give up on yourself and not try harder and whatnot? Even if but, you have one with yourself, that's it's it's kind of sad, but I am realizing like a lot of people don't have a relationship with themselves. They don't. Whether they go and like just build their schedule with so much stuff and Mm -hmm. constantly keep busy so you don't have to actually sit down and know you or use substances to not have to know you people don't have relationships with themselves and I mean that kind of sucks because within this these last few weeks these last few months of me feeling like it's been so busy I feel like what has kept me grounded is my own check-ins yep like all right Kendall that was shitty (laughs) but how you doing you know like Mm -hmm. what's what's going on what's the next move what's the next plan but see here's the thing with that too not people not really taking the time to do frequent check-ins and reflect and really have built that relationship with themselves is you know, they feel lonely or they, they, they seek someone solely because they are lonely or because their friends are getting married. So it's like, oh, well, yeah. I need to be with somebody because I don't want to, I don't like being lonely in this space. I, mm-hmm. you know, I'm around, around all of these couples and here I am. So I need to yeah. find someone. Yeah. Let's not start off a relationship like that. Like, like, let's really pinpoint, okay, why am I feeling this way? Like really sitting with your feelings mm-hmm. and like, try to navigate okay maybe I need to pour more love into myself in this point I I want to go with you know I want to go to the movies with somebody well, you know what maybe I should go by myself like really getting to and, spend that time with yourself and I just don't know why you know I hope our kids and these future generations really do look at doing things alone as just alone time and not that yeah. you're lonely. Like you can be alone and not lonely, but I don't mm-hmm. think a lot of people know the difference. But I went to the movies by myself probably for the first time a couple of years ago. And I tell you, I literally had the best time. Mm-hmm. I had the best time. And now like I get mad when people want to go to the movies with me. I'm like, oh man. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go by myself. <laughs> But it's because I never even thought to go to movies by myself. I've never even thought about it. I mean, it's to do things intentional so that you can go out and when you do it with somebody else, it should highlight the experience because you know what it is to do it intentionally by yourself. Mm -hmm. But here's another thing too, when you are comfortable with yourself, and then you actually finally get into that relationship that you are seeking, you 
to our building individually as well as collectively. So you still yep. have the, you know the time to do yes. whatever you want on yes. your own. And I think that's so important. Yeah. And I think I think people take the infatuation of you know you having this new person, mm-hmm. you know, to the point of like, oh well, I'm sorry, I can't go because we're doing this or like yes, everybody has plans. Don't get me wrong. But to completely lose yourself to me, you are only waiting to destroy your relationship mm-hmm. because you guys need time away as much as you need time together. You need, I don't know, like I am, I just want to say I am grateful that I have like a great dynamic of friends that I don't feel like it would ever be like, oh man, I got this man. So, I mean, I know it wouldn't with me, but I mean, in just in general, like I appreciate having those friends too. Mm-hmm. I appreciate having that family as well. And I'm just like, it, everything can't be this person because all you do is surround your world about this person that even you are not you. That's a good, that's a good point. You are not you. So then it, and it makes you question like, who are you really outside of this person, outside of this title at your job, outside of this title of being a parent? Mm-hmm. Um, who, who are of a you? wife or a husband? But you know what, though? That is, you find out who you are when you really take time to intentionally get to know you. And I, mm-hmm. I think you can still do that while you date. You can definitely still intentionally get to know yourself while you date. And I do feel like that allows you to truly see things for what they are when you are dating. Mm -hmm. Because when you know you, opposed to you looking for a validation from somebody else, it's like, you know what? Yeah. And I mean, and I feel like you are so much less willing or even your mind able to deal with things like the gaslighting and the not see the what's the word I'm looking for like when somebody is you know abusive not so much like it may be physically but mentally emotionally emotionally, you know like you can pinpoint point those things out because if you are just willing to like insult me in a like I'm just trying to make you better way if I feel like you know I'm I'm but if I feel like I am a good person, no matter what, and don't get me wrong, like, I'm not saying, like, anybody who has gone through abuse was not a good person, but when you know yourself, it's it's less easy for somebody to sit there and change your opinion about you. I agree, and what's tied into that is self-worth. Knowing your worth, you're not going to put up with, you know, this person talking to me in a condescending way. Excuse me? Absolutely not. Like that, that's no, like, I mean, I don't, it's, it's so weird how quickly people are to disrespect. And it's so weird. Like with me, I am literally like, no, like that Mm -hmm. is, that is like, the absolute worst because I mean I feel like it in all dynamics of my life like I you will respect me or you will not get the access to my 
being Mm -hmm. at all. Like, I don't even care if I work with you. If you're going to be disrespectful, then we are not going to communicate. No, baby, go get your healing or do whatever you need to do because you have some some traumas that you need to, you have some traumas that you need to overcome. And I I do not have the capacity to help you at this point because you are disrespecting me in a way that I will not tolerate. Mm-hmm. So we can go our separate ways. I will continue to pray for you or whatever the case might be. But no, like but I it, will not. Yeah. And it sucks because it's it's so bad of just how much, you know, we saw it. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and not necessarily like it had to be from your parents, but just saw it growing up. And mm-hmm. that it's just so, okay, the first thing, you know, you do to somebody that is challenging you is you disrespect them or you, you know, and what's sad is I feel like in our society now like one thing that I do feel like is a little different from you know us millennials that is changing for the worst is that people just want to disrespect each other not to say like we didn't do it but like just this random person (laughs) that you have no (laughs) idea who this is or what like oh they did something oh they didn't give you their number oh yeah you don't you don't fuck with these hoes or, you know, like, and it's just like, what, what? And I mean, like in our twenties, you know, declining someone's request, you know, to, to give them our number, whatever the case may be. Now it's like, oh, we're all kind of bitches and whatnot. It's like, sir, like I, I, I just told you, no, like you obviously can't handle rejection. Well, um, Look, that has nothing to do with look, girl, like me and your mama. <laughs> look, I'm, I'm the one getting my ass beat because I'm just like, what? Look, I'll trigger it because I'm like, what? Because I mean, I just, because I don't get it. Like, I feel like, yes, rejection is a bad thing. Yeah. Nobody wants to experience rejection, but I feel like when you have the correct emotional intelligence that any adult should be walking mm-hmm. around on this earth with, you are really allowed and you realize like, all right, that was not for me. And you keep it pushing. And that is what it is, is that was it for you because everything doesn't have to be it. Everything is not like, oh, you know, I met this person. This is my person. We're married. We're going to be in a relationship for years. Like we're going to have all these beautiful babies. And we are like, it is, life is done. I am complete. No, life Life ain't this fucking over. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it is, but I mean, (laughs) you know, us as spiritual beings, you know, we have many lives, but But, but, I mean, like, it's, I think we look at everything that we get into or that we may come across, not even that we get into, that we may come across and it's like, oh, you know, this is probably it. Instead of if we, you know, truly take our time to get to know somebody. And I'm not putting a time frame on that. And so like, oh, you know, somebody got married in six months or got, like, I'm just saying really get to know somebody. And get mm-hmm. and I mean I do actually believe that seeing in people seeing people in all of their seasons absolutely because man I have seen some super awesome people when they were up and some super down. It's funny that like, you say that because 
even with me analyzing myself and getting to know myself, my, my different emotions and different situations that I'm in, some moments scare me. Mm-hmm. Some moments absolutely scare me because I didn't, I, it's like a, a point where I'm trying not to let this in particular uh, aspect of me out or personality me out. Mm-hmm. And I don't want other people to see it. And it's like, well, <laughs> I don't want to say I want to hide this person, but I'm just being, you know, nobody on the situation. You know, this is who and I that's am. Honest. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, what, what sucks though, is that we feel like we have to hide those things or we aren't good enough for them. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's what sucks. Yeah. Because at the end of the day is you may go through something and may very well be able to relate to somebody who is mm. really doing the same yeah. or going through something and gets in these, or if, even if it's nothing that is triggered mm-hmm. truly has like problems with mental illness. And when you're going through something, you're in a dark mm-hmm. space. Yeah. And what sucks, this is what I mean, where I don't feel like we truly sometimes value each other because it should be more than like you can do this for me I can do this for you and truly you know able to actually have check-ins with our people like hey how are you doing you know like what is like really how are you doing yeah not like what are you doing not you know how are like oh I'm okay like no how are you doing yeah like let's let's put everything aside like I just want to how are you yes doing like because you know what I feel like when people truly check in with me like that it's like it's not when somebody asks how are you it's such an automated response for us in general I'm okay I'm good oh yeah whether I could be literally like got out the car cried walked to this room I'm good (laughs) like because you like you do run on autopilot with things like that. But when you truly like really check in with people, mm-hmm. like you would be amazed at the real response you get, especially in like a dating scenario. Mm-hmm. Because how often do we have people who genuinely care about what we're going through? And I mean, even if this was just a conversation, you will have people so much more willing to open up and be them. And because mm-hmm. it's like, oh man, like you see me, you really see me. And that's what all of us want at the end of the day to be oh, definitely. think about it. Um, I just lost my train of thought. Oh no, but a couple of, so it's talking about, you know, bringing our complete full selves to, you know, the space, you know, for us to actually witness each, witness each other's, I guess, emotions in all different seasons of life. Mm-hmm. Um, one good tip that my therapist, or I had an exercise or homework assignment like a couple of years ago in therapy of when it comes to dating, what are you bringing to this space? Not like to the table, but what are you bringing to this space? Can we and break that table, please? <laughs> not me all fucking legs. Okay. One by I got one. no legs. <laughs> about to create our own table okay (laughs) Okay. but but what what are you bringing to this space of this space with this person um and she was like in all aspects not just the good but like so I was like shit 
anxiety, moments of depression, um, fear. Like I put everything down. And I was like, well, Bad. what if I bring more to this space than this other person does? And she was like, well, this person may bring more to this space and you guys can level each other out. And I was like, I've never thought about it like that. I've never and, thought about it like that. And you know what? And that that's such a great way to think about it or even in times because I very much am like a person I feel like you and your partner should balance each other out I don't you know like I feel like yes sometimes opposites may attract but I do feel like you know you and this person should be a good balance of each other Mm -hmm. if it should be like all right like I know you know when this person gets this way they're gonna excel Or I know when this person gets this way and this happens or this happens, then I know they will need my support and I will be Mm -hmm. there to support them. But I feel like you just need to have that reciprocation from that other person, though, because otherwise it can get super draining of you wanting to be there so much for somebody Mm -hmm. that you're not there for yourself. That's why, I mean, those check-ins, that I mean they they are everything because you have to realize like damn like shit happens and just as things happen in our lives every day I look at how much you know things happen in my life that you know make me feel anything but quote-unquote normal yeah and I mean that's that's up or down that's happy sad or whatever but I just think about how much on the daily I go through those things but how much support I actually do have personally and I think about people who don't have that like especially to me when you are dating somebody like this is like the most intimate sometimes that you can get with somebody but you know also too um giving them their space to feel and think not hovering them and oh I'm here and, and yes you're here they you can say it just one uh, one or two times so that way they know that yes this person is here to support me however I need to think things through um yeah. because I think that's so important too so mm-hmm. that way you give them their space so that way they can't because I know you know when it comes to men sometimes they have to go into their cave and they have to think things through because shit they you know they feel like well shit I'm the leader I need to be able to have this this yeah. plan to come yeah. you know I can't I like, can't have yeah. her stressing out what, yeah. what's going on yeah like so, how is this person gonna trust me if I show weakness but we don't think I of, well you. I guess you and I we don't think of it as weakness but yeah. however allowing them to marinate in that and then bring yeah. it to the space you know what you brought this to the space I can bring a solution it let me know what you think x y or z whatever your yeah. thoughts are yeah but being that strong supporter for your person. But you, how can you pour into this person if you're not pouring into yourself? Let's yes. be honest. Yes, yes. And it's funny because I, I was hanging out with a friend of mine and he asked like, who was my person? Like, who was my person that I go to? Like, if I need something or if I'm just stumped on something. And so I asked him the question in return. And he was like, you know, I don't, necessarily go to one person like Mm -hmm. I reach out to like different people and I'm just like that doesn't like confuse you more (laughs) not to say Mm -hmm. like you can't talk to more than one person but Mm -hmm. I'm like if you're getting all these different opinions and he's like no 
at the end of the day, I'm going to make the decision. Mm-hmm. But it's good to see what other people's like points of view are. That's true. And I was like, that is, that is very true. I was like, okay, like I can I can understand that. I can see that because, and I was ne- not necessarily like if you know somebody tells me something or gives me advice, like I'm automatically going to take that advice or that I'm automatically not. Like it may be something better than what I thought. You know, I'm yeah. reaching out for advice because I am unsure of something. Yeah. But I'm just like, man, you know, I, it just got me thinking about like being in relationships and I mean, all different relationships in your life, but especially dating mm-hmm. and truly being like, okay, and secure with you, because mm-hmm. when you are, you can do things like that. Bingo. You can be like, all right, you know, like I may lean on this part and not so much in advice, just in general, I can lean on this person. However, one thing that I do know is that at the end of the day, I'm going to have me. And then that makes it as though you not settling for things because you feel like you're going to go without if you don't get them right away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think, so, and that may come, that may come off cocky to some people, but it's, it's, it's in a more, in a more humbling way. Um, not to say like, I have me, I don't need you. No, no. Yeah. Not at all. That's not what that means. Mm -hmm. Um, but at the end, because I'm able to pour into myself and love myself more, I'm able to pour even more into this space. So whatever is overfilling from my cup, whatever is overfilling from my cup, I can be able to pour into our union, our Mm -hmm. children, my friends to God, you know, mm-hmm. whoever, you know, higher power that you, you know, source that you look up to, whatever the case may be. But you came into this world. That's why having moments of solitude is so crucial. It's so important. Yeah. And I think especially with dating and especially dating like nowadays, because it's not a one a lot of people don't date just one person and go like you Mm -hmm. date multiple people. You get to know multiple people at a time. And, you know, within that, that's a lot of different energies. It is. That's a lot of different spirits around. It is. And man, we do not understand how quickly that energy transfers, especially that negative energy. Mm-hmm. like it's you I mean and all of us have experienced it you're having a good day somebody walks in a room with an attitude and negative energy and just no matter what you do trying to make them better you mm-hmm. know before you know it it's like what the fuck is wrong yeah. why are you doing and I mean it now that has changed your great mood mm-hmm. because you're annoyed that this energy is in here now and has taken over not only that, Kendall, you're projecting. You're thinking this person came in this way because you may have done something wrong. No, you ain't done shit wrong, but you're projecting. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, it's, we don't get like, you know, the, and I mean, it's not even so much only in dating because you mm-hmm. can go into work and have the situation. You can go into you know, the grocery store and deal with somebody with a bad attitude. Like you, it could be anywhere. And from that you just have to be able to truly just go back and revert back to you mm-hmm. in order to steady you know be present 
And but that's why I think it's so funny because I'm always like, okay, I'm ready to date. Okay, I need a break. <laughs> I, I'm ready to date. We oh, don't shit back in. You yeah, know, because it's I, just so much. It's it's it a is. lot. It is. It especially when you are dealing with multiple people or you know, trying to date more multiple people to get to know them, like it's it is a lot. It mm-hmm. is a lot. And it's a lot of different energies going, you know, like you hanging out with that person. It doesn't even have to be sexual. Oh, no. But uh-uh. just like the hanging out, being in the same space of people and especially not knowing what they go through. Mm-hmm. You know, like especially we can't be honest, like truly honest, you know, and vulnerable with the people that we date. So that energy still comes out one way or another. Whether you're putting on this, oh, everything's great type of attitude. No, the fuck is not. No. And it's like, this bitch got to crack down one day. <laughs> and I mean, one but of these then, days. girl, and I don't, I want to be the furthest away from because that breakdown ain't oh, my yeah. best. It's always the ones that are like so, so positive that when yeah. something, and, and I know, I, I fucking know. So, so with with like all <laughs> the dating in 2022, mm-hmm. how do you navigate that? Like, how do you navigate still truly being able to check in with yourself and date intentionally? If you date intentionally, you don't have to. It's just what I think makes sense in my head for me to do. For me, I set boundaries. Um and this may upset some people um, because I want to make sure when I respond to them, whether it may be text message or maybe via DM or maybe responding on the app, uh, I want to make sure that you have my full undivided attention. Um, and that may get on some of their nerves because I may respond back maybe a day or two later, but I have, I'm in a leadership role. I have a lot of shit that I have to do. And I also have to check in with myself as well. I go to the gym. I'm focusing on me first. So a lot of what I have noticed, some of them don't like that. (laughs) Some of them have not liked that. But you know Um, what? I think it's it's just because it's taken as a rejection. Yeah. And and that's not the case. Um, And I've explained that to them um, once. I... I feel like I shouldn't have to explain myself more than once. And maybe that may be something I may need to reiterate. Mm-hmm. Um, but that is only if I am very interested. Um, mm-hmm. But to answer your question, how do I navigate? Like I said, setting boundaries. Um, and you know what? That is, sorry, I don't want to like cut no, you fine. off, but I just have a story about the boundaries. Mm-hmm. Like it is so eye-opening when people set boundaries and it becomes an offense because mm-hmm. I was like on the other end of that. Like I mm-hmm. was supposed to, you know, I'm, I'm really crazy about my time because I feel like I don't have a lot of it to myself. Mm-hmm. But I am very much, like I said, I have been trying to experience every emotion that I've been having and not, you know, put it deep down to deal with it later. And mm-hmm. within that, I had a guy that I was hanging out with um, set that boundary of like, you know, I'm just not like 100% today. And even though like I understood it, it yeah. did take me back because I wasn't used to it. Not mm-hmm. to say like everybody drops things when I, when I come through, yeah. but to just have somebody be, you know, completely honest, like, you know, I want to be able to give you 
the attention you deserve in that moment. So why don't we do this a different day or reschedule? You know, like yeah. it's hard to take that as not personal. Mm-hmm. But within the actual work of me knowing me and be me, you know, being better for me, mm-hmm. it was like that was just a boundary. And it made me realize I was talking to my therapist because I'm like, I was so uncomfortable with it because I struggled so bad with setting my own. Yep. So it starts with you. It does. (laughs) It definitely does. And I mean, but that it was just like a trigger because it made me realize like he didn't do anything wrong. I was never Mm -hmm. like mad at him or anything, but it was just like, oh, taking it back. Yeah. 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 I mean, and a lot of people don't know how to set boundaries um, because like you said, some people don't have that boundary set with themselves. So how do Mm -hmm. they know what that looks like? Yeah. And Um, we are, especially with social media, we are taught that we should always be available because it comes to your phone. No. So you should always be available. You should be right there doing this and doing that. And you should see this right away. I don't care what time, what day, whatever, who cares? You got to put, uh-uh, your phone is in your hand. <laughs> no, no, I don't take that shit that far. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's, but you have people like that. What were yeah. you doing? Yeah. Yeah. Shit, I don't, yeah. yeah. But how do I navigate uh, my dating? Uh, like I said, boundaries, um, frequent check-ins um you know and also being fully present whenever I'm going on a date with someone I'm getting to know them and actually reflecting after like okay do I want to continue with this person or like what is what does that look like for me um Mm -hmm. and also did recapping did I give my full self you know in this in this setting space Uh yeah um or did I give them the lack thereof so it's a lot of reflecting that I do I mean I do that on a regular so I mean I'm used to it I do that in every single relationship in my life especially work in my friendships and family relationships um but a lot of reflecting um and accountability Mm, that's a good one accountability um because I want to make sure that, like I said, you have my undivided attention. That's why I'm setting the specific boundary. Um, but yeah, that's how I navigate uh, my dating life thus far. I mean, things could change, um, but that's how I navigate it thus far. And you know what? Like, I, I don't know. I am... I feel like lately, you know, I feel like I'm a little bit still on a little of a hiatus <laughs> from dating, That's but true. I just feel like it is so much easier for me to just live in the moment. Mm-hmm. Like this is, you know, we're, we're going on a date. We're having a great time. That is yes. what this is. It is Being not present. Yeah, it does not mean that, oh my God, like we can go and we're going to be together. And I just feel like, and you know, just in life, we focus so much on where this can go. 
oh or a man is a cool person or you know our lives would fit perfectly together or you know we have the same friends and we just never met each other and this oh my god this is perfect instead of being in the moment and to truly be like do I even like this person like does do we look great on paper together and are, are we, we even a, are we fucking together alive? are we compatible yeah <laughs> do we want the same things in life like these are things that I don't think that we actually sometimes just enjoy. No, like, can I like, just enjoy that we went out and we had such a great time? And if that is all it ever was or will be, guess what? God told me I needed a break and I just needed to enjoy. Bingo. So that's what it was. And bingo. move on. Like, everything doesn't have to end horribly. Everything doesn't have to be drama. It could just be like, hey, this was this was never our time or our time in life at the moment. And go. You know, that brings me also to um, how uh, additional uh, key of how I've been able to navigate my dating life is acceptance and appreciation. Um, mm. Accepting that this is what it is and appreciating the experience for what we share in that moment. Um, and I don't know, in this season in my life, I find a great uh, appreciation and acceptance, well, I guess more so appreciation even when I'm out and just having just a conversation with a guy mm-hmm. and it doesn't even lead to us exchanging numbers or mm-hmm. even having to go out. It's just, we just had a conversation in this space, whether at a yeah. bar or a restaurant or whatever the yeah. case is. And that's it. And it's like, yep. there is no expectation of, mm-hmm. oh, we got to hang out after we just have the conversation. And you know what? So, yes. Thanks. And no expectation that y'all had a good conversation. So this has to mean something. Yes. And I mean, I have been called like naive and I mean, I guess I am and, and a little bit, a, a teeny bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but <laughs> like in, in senses of like, if I like that, if I go out to the bar or if I'm out and like, I'm talking to a guy, like I am just thinking we are having a great conversation. Yes. I am not thinking like, Oh my God, like this is, this is my husband or no, like, and no. I mean, it's even if, you know, I meet somebody and I'm like, oh man, this is a great person. Like that's mm-hmm. something different. Like everything doesn't have to lead to happily ever after, you know, like we're, we're good. We're perfect together. Or, you know, I'm just so much for really just thoroughly knowing someone. Yes. Yes. And also with, you know, even being in a relationship with somebody, just knowing that it may not into it being, you know, long-term or yep. end up in a marriage that you may have anticipated mm-hmm. things happen Think, and this, allow the shift to happen yeah. i'm all for hard. the lessons it, yes. it's, it's extremely hard but i'm all for the lessons yeah i, I yeah. literally sit back and like reflect after every relationship that to me meant something mm-hmm. and that didn't mean that like i was even in love with this person like this person just like i felt like god put i feel like he puts everybody in your life for a reason but like, I felt like God put this person in my life for a particular reason mm-hmm. to really learn something, whether it was about myself, whether it was about dating, whether it was about mm-hmm. living life. Like, I just know, like, this was something different. So, yeah. like, I reflect in what happened, like, why it ended, even if it ended for the moment mm-hmm. or like, what was it? But not to say all the reflection is good. But it's life like it happened. You know, I 
I feel like you don't carry stuff into other relationships. Like you figure you out. You shouldn't. Yes, but then you have some people right. who just leave one relationship, hop right back into another one. Well, yeah. goddamn, did you let, yeah. did you breathe? <laughs> did you breathe? Nah. And I mean, I don't know. I just feel like we just need to be smart about the things that we really want. Like, I mean, if you feel like you met the person of your dreams within two months, okay. I don't yes. feel like there's anything wrong with really getting to know that person. So this just isn't the person of your dreams because y'all in the honeymoon phase. But keep putting that effort into it. I think that's why yes. some people, they, they find this person and it just, the effort just stops. Like, yeah, I yeah. think that's- People get comfortable. Real comfortable. And it, like I said, the shift, it can happen at any moment. So yes. be very Quickly. well aware of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but these were some good tokens. Um, <laughs> these were you some know, good tokens. life is still going to be lifing it up. <laughs> I mean, you know, taking it day by day. Um, but, you know, having that good support system um, and good counsel, whatever you want to refer to it as, community, whatever, um, to be able to have those conversations with and to be completely vulnerable with and have those conversations with. Um, I'm, I'm very grateful for our supporter space. Um, Definitely. Look, all of them. All of them. All platforms. But we hope that you all enjoyed this episode um, as much as we enjoyed having this conversation. Um, you can follow us on Instagram at the sit with MK. And also you can follow our own personal Instagram pages or social media pages. I am currently only on Instagram um, at Marisha underscore Renee um, and Kendall. Um, I am on, I think almost everything. Well, no, I don't want to say that. Uh, <laughs> But I am as told by Kendall, <laughs> at least on Instagram and Snapchat. And I mean, you can always send me funny TikToks. It's the same. <laughs> yes. I'm currently obsessed with TikTok. Absolutely. I just found it a million years later. <laughs> Absolutely. And also um, for anyone who has any like dating tips or or even those who are married and they want to, you know, chime in. Uh, we are very open to dialogue and different tips and maybe, you know, the tips that you share, maybe the audience, you know, maybe they, you know, want to put that into their own little catalog or collection to go off of. Um, but again, we are so very grateful for you to share this space with you all. Um, much appreciated. We love you all and have a wonderful, amazing day. Yes, we'll see you guys next time.